0: Hello, CC members and partners. You are very welcome back to the CC Podcast Telco. Today, we're on the topic of messaging, and we'll be diving into a session from the Middle East 2022 GCCM sponsored by Bankai Group. This is messaging platforms, the urgent adaptation to the new messaging wholesale or retail, OMNI or CPASS, with Chanderas Ghana, Global Head of Business Development at Bankai Group, leading the discussion with his keynote speech. In discussion with our panelists, Nadir Abdul-Namid Patel, General Manager of Carrier and Roaming Services at Omentel, Zafar Owais Andrabi, Founder and CEO at Almakeet Systems, Alpana Khashal, Senior Business Development Manager of Carrier Business at China Mobile International, and Emiliana Chanyelov, Customer Relationship Manager at Horizon. Let's see what they have to share.
1: All right, guys, so so welcome uh, on this uh, first uh, official day. Um, uh, and we're going to talk about the messaging platforms and the urgent adoption of the new messaging wholesale or retail, Omni, CPAS, what have you, all the acronyms. So we'll go all through it. And I will hope that uh, together with uh, with the knowledge of um, of the specialist here, next to me and virtually uh, Chander um, after the session, you'll know everything. You just know everything. So it will be all be fine. So as said, I'm talking about my panelists. Um, I cannot do this alone. So um, I'll give them a quick minute to introduce themselves. So if I may start with you, Emmy, please.
2: Hello. Oh, okay. So my name is Emma. I come from Horizon. Uh, my company is specialized as a software provider we also have MNP and S7 services, and if you're interested for more, it's boot uh, E22, so visit us for, for more info.
1: Again, it's number E22. Anybody bingo? No?
2: No?
3: Okay, I'll stop the bingo now, guys. Safar, so please. Okay, uh, all right. Hi, uh, my name is Zafar, I'm from Al Systems, and uh, we specialize in uh, enterprise and wholesaler SMS hubbing platforms, CPaaS platforms, just like uh, EMI. And yeah, if you would want to know more about our company, we are just next to Horizon, maybe, <laughs> although being company, <comfortable, coughs> we're just around. So you'll you'll have options to choose from. All right, thank you. Okay, cool. Then the next,
4: please. Good afternoon everyone. My name is Alpna Kaushal. I'm working with China Mobile International Middle East region and uh, China Mobile is telecom solution provider. We have solution for enterprise and carrier business and we are uh, just next to So while coming to Horizon and Al Mukit you can visit us and uh, we can have chat about that. Thank you.
1: And now we go to Nadir. So he'll probably be also next door. So grab a coffee and you can meet them all,
5: <laughs> please. Well, uh, fortunately, we are everywhere because <laughs> you are in Oman and you're covered by Oman Tel Network. So, yeah, my name is Nadir Patel. I'm working as a general manager, carry roaming services on, in Oman Tel. Uh, we do have a dedicated uh, messaging business that we offer today. And we have launched our own messaging hub platform, which we will discuss as we go ahead. So... If you want to find us, like I said, we're everywhere, you know. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much and welcome to everybody. Now we'll go over to virtually to Chandar. Chandar,
6: welcome. Uh, good afternoon, everybody from India. Uh, I am Chandar Haasrana. I head the business development for Bankai Group. Bankai Group is a conglomerate that covers one of the biggest wholesale carrier services operations, as well as technology division that covers from... IE2P monetization, to revenue assurance, to fraud management, to mobile money solution. Thanks a lot, everybody, to be part of this great session.
1: So thank you, so I'll, uh, With Chandra, I will say, um, uh, and the Bankai group who's sponsoring this session, I would like to say a big warm welcome to everybody here sitting next to me as a as panelist. And of course, a warm welcome to you guys. And Thank you for sitting and listening to us. So Chandra, um, I know you prepared a, a presentation for us. What are you going to
6: talk about? It would be a keynote session, like five ten, 10 minutes, I want to speak a bit about messaging trends and how CPAS has been evolving and what kind of initiatives Punkai Group also taking when it comes to messaging side of the business. So uh, that's what I want to present. Fantastic. So um, if
1: I invite you to start your presentation, that will be fine. We're more than key and happy to, uh, to, to listen to you. So thank you already up front for sharing. Thank you. Please start.
6: Uh, good afternoon, everybody. Uh, from India uh, in the beautiful city of Muscat. Unfortunately, I could not join due to some personal reason, but uh, we will talk a lot about and hope we will get lots of insights out of this session. So when it comes to this webinar and keynote session, uh, I would be covering uh, messaging and CPass evolution that how it's happening and what are the trends in the market. This is just about me, familiar face. This would be the agenda, like uh, initial one or two minutes, I will give the overview about company, then how the messaging trends are shaping up from 2020 to 2025, then how CPaaS and what are the growth drivers and how telcos can monetize these opportunities that has been giving, then what kind of initiatives Bankai Group is taking uh, when it comes to messaging space that I would be covering. So this is about Bankai. See, when it comes to us, uh, we are now more than 30 years old organization. It's one of the unique organization that has this kind of combination of technology and carrier services when it comes to size, scale, and the product width. One side, we are directly connected with more than 150 plus operators, uh, kind of serving them with international voice access, as well as messaging termination across the globe. Uh, Then we have uh, our own IP telephony solutions that we serve more than 40,000 plus enterprises in North America. Then on technology side, uh, our uh, suit uh, is kind of like covers uh, from switching to interconnect billing, to revenue assurance, to fraud management, to mobile money. Today, we have more than 130 plus global customers using our technology solutions from revenue assurance to fraud, to interconnect billing, to mobile money. So it's been a journey, amazing journey. We've been evolving like. If you talk about uh, our size, scale and everything, we have more than 20 plus global offices. A workforce, more than 800 people globally. Headquarters is in New York. Revenue size, more than more than a billion dollar. So it's been a great journey. And uh, we've been diversifying, taking lots of initiatives, talking in different forums, part of GLF and other global uh, forums that's been taking care about global initiatives on technology side in telecom domain. So now coming to the topic, what are the trends for global messaging? See, if you see, uh, if you go as per Juniper research, uh, the size of global A2P SMS market will keep on growing even for next eight eight to 10 years. Today, the total size of messaging business when it comes to A2P covering bulk messaging, enterprise to international and everything, it's around somewhere around 62 billion US dollar and it will increase further to around 90 billion by 2030. Lots of, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, the biggest pie would come from instant messaging, OTT growth, and lots of digitalization happening in underserved markets in Africa, Southeast Asia, some part of Middle East. When it comes to total SMS messaging, uh, messages will drop from 9.9 trillion to somewhere around 8.9 trillion. But when it comes to A2P messages, they are increasing from 2.7 million to 4.3. So the decline is more over on P2P side, and on A2P side, it's been kind of replenished, and uh, there, there is a huge growth, more than like 10 to 15% annual growth, A2P messaging side, um, uh, annually we see till 2030. When it comes to like how, uh, which all are the drivers, OTT business messaging is growing some 75% year on year, then A2P R- RCS is re-emerging again, with growth of last two years more than 400%. When it comes to OTT, OTT messaging ecosystem, CPaaS will take uh, will drive this because you know different brands need different messaging applications and they need integrated suits. So their CPaaS will take a shape. So overall industry is in right frame. Growth numbers are uh, very promising. And hopefully we will keep on growing the way we have grown from 2010 to 2020 when it comes to messaging. so why sms is so popular when it comes to communication these are very simple you know uh, but uh, you know uh, one of the main thing like why sms is so po- popular is immediate delivery 90% of messages are read within 3 minutes that's a huge plus for any communication medium then you can have personalized communication with your client you can uh, be as personalized as you want to be with your clients. So that's again one more advantage. Then global reach. SMS already is a mature technology, more than 30 years old. So all the operators networks support it. So when it comes to global reach, no other communication medium is as tried and tested. Then you can track the SMS like for your marketing campaigns uh, with the different uh, parameters, you can track how effective is your marketing campaign. It's a reliable channel been used in last 30 years so no doubt about that then it's a time efficient like within like seconds you can reach as many people as you want through your communication channel so that's why messaging is so popular communication tool so when it comes to pass and growth drivers post covid we are seeing a great uh, growth when it comes to adoption for enterprises for cpass solution first is Post COVID, everybody wants personalized and real-time interaction with their brands. So CPAS gives that advantage to the brands and enterprises that they can communicate with their customer through omni-channel, be it through message, be it through email, be it through video, voice, and everything. So every medium is available when it comes to CPAS. Then customers want different channels for their different needs that also been covered by CPAS. Then uh, now enterprises wants more tangible outcomes out of their customer interactions uh, through their communication channels. So CPaaS gives them the tracking of the customers. Then there are different mediums. Then you can check how effective is your communication. So that is also one of drivers that's been driving. Then, of course, nobody wants to invest in their uh, telecom infrastructure every three years. So CPAS gives that flexibility to the brands, so that they don't need to keep on investing in their backend infrastructure. So these are the drivers that have been kind of grow, uh, driving CPAS growth markets across the globe in last five years. This is specific to telecom that how can telcos monetize this CPAS drive that the growth that we are seeing in last four to five years. Specific to CPAS, the market is more than 34 billion as per industry different reports, and 95% of the brands now want API-enabled. They have uh, API-enabled CPaaS offering for their competitive wage. Telco, if you talk about global mobile subscription, already we have six billion million-plus mobile users. So already they have mega-customer base. What they need is, what they are already doing is they are kind of integrating their legacy setups with APIs by which they can kind of have competitive advantage with their customers. Then with the rollout of 5G, CPaaS will significantly give them an advantage and the leverage over their competitors to kind of have the next generation more digitalized interaction with the customers. Then security comes into the picture like two factor authentication, high availability, high analytics, everything if Telco uses it uh, uh, on effective side there would be uh, lots of uh, you know uh, uh, revenue augmentation can be there for their existing setups these are uh, like till now if you see the most of the use cases for CPAS is more over on communication side with evolution of the mobile money digital payments what we see how Pass can kind of there could, there can be future perspective how CPAS can add growth to their existing revenue stream of course in messaging payments that is also one of already growing in india big time then e-commerce and online retail where cpass will definitely tie up with the brands and can have more revenue sharing then contact center as a service with brands every brand want uh, their own contact center they want their own uh, they want to manage their customer interaction so that's where their uh, it can be a new augmented uh, revenue growth already uh, many brands are doing that Then the customer data platforms because customer information is important. Today, how your customer behaves when it comes to real time purchase or, you know, real time interaction with a platform, those are important. So future CPaaS platform can be customer data platform as well, that those would be giving lots of insights to the brand for the future and uh, uh, predictive analytics will come into picture for the customer preferences. So these are some of the initiatives that Bankai Group has taken in the last five years when it comes to messaging space or platform state. From the last five, seven years, we already have our own digitalized platform, Bridge Voice Pluto, that covers all the communication medium, be it international voice, BID APIs, and A2P SMS services we are providing to the businesses across the globe. Then we have our own A2P monetization solution. Uh, where the zero capex with zero capex investment and cutting edge technology operators can optimize their international A2P messaging revenue. Then we have our own uh, latest uh, signaling level artificial intelligence and machine learning fraud management revenue assurance solution that safeguard customer information uh, and comes into more on the security size like CPaaS platforms can use those tools. And then we have our own banking and mobile financial suit uh, that augment the financial includes across the globe. So these are some of you know uh, initiative that Bankai Group is taking, and uh, we are growing in every aspect when it comes there. These are a few of our clients. You can see all the big guys. Thank you. Thanks a lot. So I have covered like uh, uh, most of the things that I wanted to speak
1: thank you Chandar, and pressing, uh, impressing, impressing uh, presentation so thank you very much um, uh, looking at the time um, l- let's let's move immediately uh, bridging this into the, the panel discussion and uh, welcome again to, uh, to to all the panelists and uh, to you again uh, Chandar. Um, messaging platform landscape let, let let's let, let's let's go a step back and um um and what i would like to hear actually from from the on the, on the operator side so so mainly from from uh, alpana and from uh, from nadia i mean w- what do you see as let's say um uh in the in the messaging platform landscape if you may call it like this what are the main opportunities what are the main challenges you're facing well, where do you see
5: that the drivers come from who wants to start is that is thank you i guess yeah? i'm the only operator around here <laughs> so I'll take the lead, yeah. So the, the challenges that we see coming on the messaging platform is uh, because we are in touch with our customers. Mm. And uh, although we have evolved the messaging business since I think we've been discussing this for the last 10, 12 years, but at the end of the day, we still have a customer who complains that I didn't get the SMS, which is, uh, which is really uh, bad on all of us here in this room, that while we are moving towards CPAS and UCAS and ccas and some of those other... AASs that are there mentioned, uh, we still are having an issue in terms of having the uh, message delivered to the customer, maybe uh, at the right time, with the right header and uh, in the right uh, quantity. So we still see and I'm sure a lot of other operators also in this room would agree, they are still seeing spam that is happening, although we have uh, uh, anti-spam solutions and firewalls. everybody's talking about it. Oh, I have a firewall. Which one do you use? Kind of a thing, you know. So I think this is one big challenge uh, which is appearing, and uh, the other other thing that we're observing is the regulations that are setting into place now. So especially in the region, we are observing that uh, the regulators of uh, not only Oman but even the neighboring countries are getting more and more strict when it comes to the kind of SMSs that you want to send to your customers. So whitelisting or you know uh, getting a header whitelisted is now becoming a, a really serious task. I was talking to some of the uh, uh, messaging uh, providers here and they said that we literally have two, three dedicated people for one particular country just to ensure that the messages are whitelisted at the right time. So these are certain challenges which are there in place and I also think that these could also be opportunities. So it means it's time for uh, operators and uh, the the SMS providers to really look at clean, good uh, channels and ways of communication rather than having uh, a wholesale kind of an approach on messaging which I think is also part of the discussion over here. Instead of looking at it as a wholesale product, that I'm going to just pick up 1 million, 10 million SMSs from X and send uh, send this to you know X, Y, Z routes to make 5%, 10% profit. We need to focus more and you know evolve more in terms of uh, the quality of the SMSs that get, get delivered, the timing of the SMSs that get delivered, what the customer actually needs. So I think that's where uh, these the challenges and opportunities are entering the messaging platform
1: okay thank you so customer experience and especially the quality of it Pana?
4: i agree with mother like uh, due to the content regulation country regulation sometimes there is a delay with the uh, message delivery and we have to focus on end customer because they are the main uh, customers and we have to really work hard to deliver a good uh, satisfactory messages to them and this is a whole ecosystem where uh, operators like Oman tell, then uh, the firewall solution provider has to closely work so that everything should be delivered. And this is a great opportunity for a whole ecosystem. And uh, challenges are there. But uh, we are here to overcome those challenges. The main challenge is like the gray routes and the increasing rates. So we have to check on that.
1: Okay, thank you. So um, uh, Zafran, Emi, you play a role in that as well. And um, so how can you help those guys to deliver that message and have a better customer service?
3: Uh, So first of all, I would uh, want to add what you were saying. Uh, Of course, spam messages, grey routes, delay in delivery is something which is which makes enterprises lose the interest. That's why they're moving to alternate channels like WhatsApp, or, know, uh, business messaging solutions other than SMS. And uh, apart from that, I do understand the segregation between the prices. If you look at the domestic prices and the international prices of SMS, they're huge. And the cost, at the end of the day, enterprises would want to save on that cost to authenticate a customer. Yeah. And secondly, when it's about the marketing messages. Although, yes, SMS is being read very highly. The, the interaction percentage is very high. But at the end of the day, again, the cost. So maybe operators would need to work on having a, you know, gen, genuine pricing for international enterprises to send out the OTPs and et cetera. Otherwise, they will just turn around to other solutions uh-huh. and then they have some taking care of that. Uh, in terms of spam and, uh, you know, the gray routes, they really, uh, uh, you know, uh, they are killing the market as well. And again, I mean, uh, it, for for us as the platforms, we do have uh, you know uh, fire content firewalls in place. We do check the sender IDs originating when uh, the sender ID is matching it with. But I think the approach needs to be taken uh, more further. Wherein uh, we can, the, the, especially the spam messages and phishing messages, maybe uh, uh, it, there needs to be an SMS registry system or maybe a consent system in place which could verify the senders. And uh, as a platform, like yes, we have added. Uh, you know, again, again, there is one more challenge, uh, which is the uh, generated traffic. Of course, we can talk about it very openly, and uh, this is killing the market as well. Uh, There have been disputes as well, and uh, we as a platform are trying to uh, integrate certain solutions to identify such traffic, get that out of this. See, what happens is like when when there's an enterprise sending, say, 100k messages, out of that 10,000 are generated, the CR gets slow they don't trust the SMS channel more. So they say the low CR, they, they have expected results. They need 80% CRs on OTP verifications or be it the marketing ones as well. So of course, for a phishing site and uh, the these spam messages, all of that have to be taken care of, but more analyzing the uh, content And uh, yes, this traffic generation thing needs also to be taken care of by analyzing the patterns. And we are, as a platform provider, oh yes, we are looking taking it very seriously and we are trying to uh, roll out solutions to take care of both these issues. And hopefully, yes, uh, we will, I mean, if uh, we get the opportunities to work with, uh, uh, you know, certain uh, enterprises directly, that would help us to bridge the gap between the enterprise and the operators and this, uh, you know, resolving both these issues. Okay. That sounds already good, right, guys? I mean, he's helping you. So,
1: Emmy, um, what, what, what are the key concerns you 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 hear from your customer or possible customers? Or what are they looking for? Or what is important for them?
2: Well, specifically, since we are neutral in this business, we are here only to take care of what the customer needs, and this is actually what we're mostly following up. And this is. This means that we have to adjust the platforms based on what is current on the market. Doesn't matter if it's related to the wholesale or or to the retail, we're going to find a way that, for example, if um, something has to be adjusted with the traffic that we're trying to provide the feature that can do so. So we are actually, I think we're, we're good at this, right?
1: Okay, so in, indeed, as Zafra said, more customer centric, right? Okay, cool. All right. Um, okay. um uh, chandra, you were you were you you mentioning uh, CPaaS and uh, and we heard already omnichannel around. can you explain for maybe the 110,000th time to the people, to everybody so that we never forget it anymore? What's the difference between uh, omnichannel and 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 Pass? what what uh, you know, and we hear to UCAS and uh, Mamakas and uh, whatever. So uh, please tell me, enlight us, please, Chandar.
6: See, uh, what I feel is uh, when it comes to omni-channel, there is no set definition for any omni-channel platform. It's like just, it it being the evolution of the business from the brick and mortar model to more digitalized way. So omni-channel platforms are where, you know, customer can uh, kind of interact with their brands seamlessly, and there are more, uh, there are more channels by which they can interact. CPaaS is, you know, a tool by which uh, these platforms can interact, and then they can have the insights about their customers. And CPass basically helps the brands and omni-channel platforms to tap uh, to segment the right customers, and the right customers get the right information about the brands, and they get the right channels. To get the right information about their uh, product and services, and then how that information of those customers being stored at those platforms. So it's a combination. What I feel is uh, omni-channel uh, and c Now uh, the bridge is uh, the gap is bridging, and uh, they, they are kind of complementing each other when it comes to business side.
1: Okay, thank you so much. Okay, Emmy, um, um, uh, you 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 mentioned uh, um, uh, you know a customer centric approach, um, and and this is a question for also so so bump in uh, guys. Um, uh, I mean, you know, you have a, a huge amount of marketeers coming to you as well, asking. So not only the end customers or the or the enterprises slash retail, but you also have, for instance, marketeers coming to you by saying, "Hey, listen, we have we need this on the platforms or." Uh, whatever, because we have these campaigns, we want to start these campaigns for our end customers. Um, so, how do you think that that um, uh, and it's open for for everybody? Uh, once I want to bump in. Um, how can we uh, and there and and those questions and those demands actually are getting more strict and more critical and more tough because they want to, as a marketeer, they want to offset themselves from the rest of the other marketeers. And, uh, and and because the end customer is paying a lot of money for them. So where do you think that from from a marketing point of view, from, from what what are the marketeers nowadays want out of it? What 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 can we say about this? Is there anything unique? What kind of demands do you get?
2: Well, basically, w- what I see is that they want everything. And I am not really sure if um, everybody is aware of what that even means. Uh, maybe... Um, a little bit of education should should solve the problem to actually help them understand what would be, for example, if they're choosing a channel, do they really need all of them? Or maybe they should focus on a couple of them to uh, do some analytics to see which ones are more responsive when it comes to their customers. So I think they should resolve this question before they even come to us. Specifically, we're talking from our point of view, right? We are actually in charge of providing the service, but when it comes to the education, it should not be up to us. Is that true?
1: I would, I would. I mean, if if a customer comes to me and he says, well, really, I really don't understand, but I want everything. Okay, sit down, have a cup of coffee or something else, and we'll talk about it. And I'm more than happy to
2: explain, right? Yes, and you would probably need a lot of time to do so well
1: that's fine you can write the check i'm fine you know <laughs> so,
2: yes that also works but that yeah. would be a job of a consulting agency and we're a software provider
1: no no for instance but 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 again i would i would be very happy i mean because you you cannot um um uh, think that that all those guys everybody out there knows exactly what what to use that's why we have these services and 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 uh, Diversification of services actually to make sure that they that they do understand so so we need to educate so absolutely very good point Zafar from from your point of view what 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 questions do you get
3: so uh, first of all like if we. Uh, look back I mean, initially there was email and sms as the only point for, for the marketers to you know remarket their products of course not digital marketing is a different sphere, but here currently uh the, the problems what they have been facing in sms is at, as you guys rightly said you know uh, getting the production center id whitelisting content white was you know regulations and all that which uh to you know and uh then uh, in SMS, you really cannot uh, send out, like if if I need to send out a PDF or uh, a picture. So that's why, I mean, we have the uh, other Omnichannel uh, channels to send all of those, um, you know, content, videos, et cetera. And uh, exactly marketers would need, as if uh, if I directly answer your question, would be more uh, convergence. They are CR-centric and more of the analytics. They would want to know, who, when, wh- how, how their marketing campaigns are performing? What's the seed click-through rates? What are the conversion ratios? The full report. Actually. Yeah, the exact report. So the more analytics you uh, offer to your enterprise as an uh, you know a CPAS provider or a messaging provider, you the more of the insights you give to the marketer, the more you know they'll be happy with you and they'll be able to tweak the uh, you know the, tweak tweak the campaigns. And yes, as a platform provider, maybe you would need to, uh, uh, you know, integrate certain solutions where you can show to certain geographies that, okay, this is the penetration, this is the coverage you can have on this channel, on different channels, you can specify uh, what, what's the reach they can uh, reach, reach in there. So I think, yes, because as, as Amy rightly said, they don't know which channel to go where. Like, I, I would not be using Viber for India, of course maybe WhatsApp. so but yeah. they don't know this so yeah they don't know the ed- education yeah in, that's right? what i said so all that, that data analytics if we can have when when they're campaigning right there we just need to tell them okay this is the uh, approach you should be taking in it's, this is the preference you should be taking in and yes as an industry i mean we should be uh, a lot of going to those marketers Trying and the, telling them that, okay, like, look at the email marketing. Like everybody, if you surf the internet and there are lots of uh, education, lots of, uh, you know, approach, like people are, you know, advertising there that you can use remarketing, you can use email marketing. But again, you can use messaging as a marketing tool as well. And that is the, that's a large part of the industry. Okay. Alpana?
4: With the ease of CPaaS, I think that it's easier for enterprise to have everything in a one place. Email one-stop WhatsApp, shopping, one-stop shop, and marketeer are uh, moreover consultant to them. If it's uh, the email is not working, the appropriate like they expected, they can suggest that let's go with WhatsApp, or let's go with SMS campaign. This uh, consultancy uh, have to be done by marketeer. The one issue which I face while dealing with the enterprise in uh, this uh, CPaaS platform. Was enterprise are a bit worried about their data, because they are giving your uh, complete database to us. So this is their worry that we have been giving you. And if you are working with banking sector, financial sector, you are giving the complete detail of uh, people. So this is the only worry which I face with my enterprise customers.
1: Okay.
5: Merik? No, I agree with uh, I agree with what you said that uh, beat it, um, and it's not just marketers. It's even enterprise customers today they want to know what has been the success rate of the campaign that they ran what, what what more insights can we give them it's not that they just they just run a promotion and then they say fine just let me know what is the delivery no it's not just about the delivery anymore they want more insights they want more information how can they improve how can they improvise uh which geography works with which particular uh, you know uh, communication channel Uh, What kind of people, what kind of age groups respond to what kind of uh, advertisements? I mean, we used to read newspapers, right, for advertisements. My kids don't even know what a newspaper is. They just go on Insta. I was about to say, what's the newspaper? Yes. (laughs) They go on Instagram and they tell me, oh, there's this new uh, movie coming up or there's this new uh, product that has come in the market. And I'm like, okay, that's great. So, you know, things are changing and things are evolving. And that's what I think the marketers look at from a communication platform uh, provider perspective. How can I improve? my uh eyeballs how can i improve my you know the click uh, uh, factor so that's i think that's what chander you want to bump in
1: what questions yeah, do understand. you get because I, I know you have more than forty thousand uh, <laughs> 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 enterprise customers alone in the u.s so you must get some uh, some very nice questions well what, what what concerns do they have what kind of questions do they have
6: yeah, most of the points being covered with Nadir and other. Uh, what I feel is uh, now enterprises want more analytics and not mon- not analytics for the existing campaigns. Even they want predictive analytics for their customers as well. Like they want a messaging platform to help them, uh, that platform companies get into the buying behavior of the customer and they give them the patterns that the, how the future sales and uh, customer behavior would be on their websites. So apart from, uh, you know, I, uh, increase in the eyeballs or click ratio or, or customer success, they want uh, CPass to be the future ready with artificial intelligence and machine learning algorithm in the backend as well. So what I feel uh, till now, it was uh, kind of uh, where uh, uh, marketing platforms were giving uh, uh, CPass players were giving them more insights to which channel you should use for what campaigns. But I, what I feel in future, in next three years, uh, CPaaS platform needs to tell what platform you should use for this particular customer. If this customer gives better uh, response with messaging or by email or which region, it has, it would be like we need to go back to the basics of marketing like Philip Kotler, like segmentation, targeting and everything. Everything. I still we know that now.
1: book. I still know <laughs> that book.
6: So everything will again move to you know uh, uh, on the CPaaS side, and they need to. They would be very active players when it comes to marketing campaigns and how brands need to reach out to their customers. So uh, it would be uh, you know uh, uh, kind of complementing uh, relationship that will happen between CPaaS and enterprises. Artificial intelligence, machine learning, and predictive analytics is going to be the future of the campaigns. This is my assumption, and that's where most of the brands are moving okay and to make
1: sure that we can tell them why right <laughs> and have and have the right analytics and uh, and make again make sure we have the customer experience in 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 the back of their head without any latency chandra let, let me stay with you um just a quick one how virtual numbers are being used for the uh, from the sms and the voice industry and how they can contribute to the uh, to the CPAS platform see virtual numbers uh...
6: Yeah. Thank you, Rick. Uh, virtual numbers, uh, if if when it comes to contribution, uh, the kind of scale, local presence and local scale that a virtual number can give to an enterprise, no other medium can give you. Imagine uh, one Malaysian brand, they want to launch, launch their product in Indonesia or some part of India. With local number, the, the kind of customer trust uh, the consumer gets, that's amazing. So, Virtual number gives that trust to the customers. It gives you the scale to, it gives the another scale to your local presence. So that's one of the contribution that uh, it gives. Then if you kind of assign one virtual number to one particular campaign, you can track your campaign effectively. So virtual numbers are very important uh, uh, communication channel. And uh, 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 they've been giving uh, lots of uh, Uh, strength to the brands when it comes to offshore operations apart from cost effectiveness for international communication tangible benefit is trust and scale and plus uh, you can track your customer interaction that virtual number gives to the brands okay Okay, thank you anybody who wants to bump in
1: here please please yes, sure A
3: while to put on. All right. So we have been talking about A to B monetization, but uh, I think we need to look at the more or a bit, you know, we need to focus on P to A side of it. Uh, we have seen customers, you know, uh, if they're sending out a message, If you, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about, like, the, if you send an um, OTP or you send a marketing message to the U.S., so you have got your toll-free number and then you you use it for opt-out. Why not to use it for further conversation with the, with the client? So that, that can fit in any sphere. I mean, any any industry, you know, maybe it, your customer support, be it pre-sales or post-sales processes. So, I yes, I think the availability of the virtual numbers and the, you know, the industry in fact needs to uh, focus on the virtual numbers to be you know try to uh, get the p2a conversational uh, side of it for subscriptions for authentications that can that could be used really very really well and uh, bs virtual numbers would be required and uh, I don't see much of our customers or much of the traction going on that side. So, but I, that that could be a very good uh, side of the business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anybody else wants to?
5: From an from an operator perspective, virtual okay. numbers is always uh, a tricky situation for us. With dodgy eh? for, for Yes, you. because <laughs> uh, we are we are seeing even on the voice side, we see uh, calls coming from call center which are not based anywhere in the region, but the numbers are 971, 966. Because the call center behind knows that uh, if I'm receiving a call from 971, which is UAE, there is a very high likely ratio that I am going to answer that call. Because I would think it's somebody from UAE calling me, right? Now, so that's, that's where all the issues come in. And with uh, firewalls in place and, uh, you know, a uh, lot of changes happening across uh, the regulatory perspective also, sometimes these virtual numbers also get into a thin line of spoofing. So that's from an operator perspective i say it's a honey trap we've been approached by a lot of people saying that you know can you give us some number ranges which you don't use and which you know we want to use it for our advertisement campaigns and all that but we uh, we know that our regulator doesn't allow that and we know that uh, although i'm not saying that everybody who approaches us uh, has this idea but you never know when when you, the moment you give out your number ranges to someone and uh, it gets used misused or whatever we've seen happening in the gts also for example GTs get spoofed some operators have given the GTs to certain uh, certain providers that provider is shut and the GT is still getting used we have seen that happening on our own network also and when we raise it with the uh, carrier over there he said oh I had given this GT long long time back I mean why did you even get an SMS from those kind of GTs so that's that's our perspective basically from the operator side but I'm sure you know there's always a business case to work around
1: yeah, but th- that's exactly why I, t- I threw this curveball in, because I want to hear them, uh, all the sides of the story. Alpana, anything to add?
5: I
4: think that uh, it's a very tricky situation with A2P messaging. We have seen that uh, it doesn't give that much kind of delivery with MVNOs. It basically used for uh, spoofing with uh, generating messages, which we don't want to promote. <laughs> that's it.
1: OK, sure. All right, guys. Um. Coming a bit to the end of the on on, on of the session, if we would might to let's say scope the future a little bit, um, what do you think, Emily? What, what can we expect? What, what's out there? What should we look after? For? What, what, what's there to come what, from horizon, for instance?
2: Well, I think we should be open to everything. To uh, stop a little bit with with predicting what is going to be trendy and what is not going to be. Uh, we already saw that once it was said that the SMS would die, but it didn't. Um, so I, I they would told
1: just... me this about voice as well twenty years ago. Yes, <laughs> so that's why <what laughs> I still I call my mommy every Sunday. So <laughs> <laughs> I have to. So it's not dying.
2: Yes, yeah, so I would say that we should uh, just keep our eyes open when it comes to the customers to, uh, for example, from our point of view, to uh, try to provide as much as we can and to listen to their needs. And uh, the market will show what it's going to happen itself.
1: Okay, good. Alpana, what should we look out for? Or do you see any trends or without doing any prediction? You know. <laughs>
4: I would say we are working in a very digital and dynamic market. Mm-hmm. So uh, earlier, two, three years back, we were talking about omni-channel, then we have C-pass, we can't predict what is coming forward, but we have always to be accept what is coming forward and adjust uh, like in a timely manner so that we can serve our customer better. Okay.
5: Nadir? Well, I would say that uh, messaging has always been a very simple kind of a product right from day one. And uh, I hope, and I see in the future, that the messaging will again get back its simplicity, rather than complicating things a lot. Uh, I price separately for marketing. I price separately for transaction. I price separately for this. Uh, maybe operators start getting uh, less greedier about it and be more realistic on uh, how to protect this market and to uh, save it, rather than you know giving options to uh, the OTTs, which happened in the voice when we we never if you we never agreed to reduce the rates. And then suddenly somebody came up with an app that works for free. So, you know, this is something which uh, collectively as an industry, be it the firewall providers, be it the aggregators, be it the operators, we need to work together and see that how we can, uh, you know, sustain this market for a longer period of time. Otherwise, we are hearing about flash calls, text to calls, all those things coming up. And they're coming up. Why? Because the price goes up and the customer doesn't want to pay at the end of it. So yeah, we're looking at that. And uh, adding to your point, of course, we were also told during COVID that you won't be having these kind of events anymore because you can do uh, Zoom calls, right? But uh, <laughs> here we are, and we thank and welcome everybody for uh, coming for the GCCM event in Muscat, and thank you.
1: It is so much better to be here live. Don't you agree? I didn't hear you. You see, it always works. And still, you know, they they tell that voice would be dying and that that SMS and messaging is dying that even the bingo would be dying, but we, we heard that bingo still works. So trust me, voice and messaging will still be around. And even if people will, will, will change it and make it a little bit of RCS or whatever, trust yeah. me, messaging will be there. Chander, closing statement from you, my friend. What, what, what's out there? What should we look out for?
6: See, uh, when you talk about messaging, uh, I want to cite two trends. Like still, if you see the digitalization, in Africa or some part of uh, Asia is below 50%. If you see the social media trans, uh, penetration in west side of Africa is only 15%. Central Africa it's below 10%. You go do deep dive, deep dive south and east side it's below 25%. Some part of Asia still social media in penetration is below 50%. So still there is lots of scope when it comes to number of messages and digitalization going on. A 2 P messages messages keep on growing, and with emergence of IoT and machine to machine uh, in next five to seven years, and the communication medium would be messaging. So, what I feel this business will keep on growing. Yes, the shape and the way uh, the, the platforms being formed today will definitely change, but there is a there is a growth in this market, and it will keep on growing for ten to twenty percent year on year when it comes to volume as well as prices wise, both the sides. There is a very future, uh, very bright future for the industry.
1: And I think, and if I look at my fellow panelists, Chander, that I think they tend to agree with that, right? All right. And with those words, ladies and gentlemen, do you have any questions? You're so quiet. You're so quiet. You know. Okay. So, um Chander and. Uh, my 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 greetings to bank of course and uh, thank you very much uh, bankai for uh, for sponsoring this session and chanda thank you for your uh keynote presentation and your um uh the, the value things you had to share with us here in the, in the audience and you know a pity you couldn't come but i know next time you'll be around so thank so. you eddie thank you everybody thank you. Thank you.